All right, folks, today, very excited to bring you our next guest, Jamie Vernon, a.k.a. Young Jamie, a.k.a. kind of JoJo. Yeah, kind of old JoJo. He basically, uh, in 2012, met Joe Rogan at a show and said, I want to fuck with you and uh, got a job. Which is different than how Eric and I met, which was just, I, th- I don't know, I emailed you. Oh, you applied for a job yeah. and then you were hired. It was very standard. <laughs> it's very professional. Yeah. Maybe you came in through LinkedIn. No, I came in through the uh, the website. Yeah. So, uh, young Jamie, big fan of golf, just got into it and like a year ago. And we played golf a couple weeks ago. Uh, and I was like, get on the fucking pod, young Jamie. You're a pro. And uh, honestly, what's about to entail is like, it's a really casual, fun conversation about golf uh content um podcasting uh what else i mean we we went a lot travel buses talk about content where things are going he gives us some ideas of what to do we wrote a script i think hitchhiking hitchhiking really it's just the opposite of any podcast you've ever listened to because instead of two hosts one producer it's two producers and one host and you're you're (laughs) you're technically we talk about some weird ads he's got in the past so yeah, look uh, look forward to the very natural eight sleep ad. But as always, the AL show brought to you in partnership with Precision Pro Golf. Head over to head over to precisionprogolf.com to support the show, to support Precision Pro and use yourself, support yourself honestly. Oh, yeah. Get 20 bucks off with the promo code ERIC. precisionprogolf.com. Thank you. Yeah, let's talk to Jamie. Oh yeah, now we go talk to Jamie. Great show. What were you saying? You were like, well, well I'm we, not on this side. You're not on that side. No. What What does it feel like? Uh, I'll get used to it, but, um, you know, I usually have to do stuff. I don't get to focus on the conversation as much because I'm cutting and then I have Google going on. Yeah. A- ADD. <laughs> we were, JoJo and I were laughing a little bit about mm-hmm. coming in here and you're going to like school us on, nah. on like the podcast. No, no. no? Nothing, I mean, it's just. What's a podcast? What is a podcast? Let's start there. Exactly. Well, it was something because of an iPod, which it's now phone. It's whatever you listen to something on. But I think they're just internet shows now, right? Yeah. I don't know. How have you... When did you listen to your first podcast? Um, Shortly. And I was, I was trying to... I think of this not too long ago. Uh, probably like... Well, actually, let me go back even further. Didn't listen to it because it was an internet show, but they were calling it a podcast, uh, like Dignation, which then went into like Totally Rad Show. And I had to download these off, sometimes off torrents, and then watch it. Like LimeWire? Sort of, but like literally like sometimes it's Pirate Bay, or they would use something for torrents that turned into, Rev3 was a company that bought it. I don't know if you know what Dignation was, Kevin Rose. Yeah. Those guys that ran Dig and... Uh, so they were doing podcasts and then it sort of evolved into like some stuff Doug Benson was doing. And then one day I was watching you stream and Joe was doing his show. We were just doing like a live, live thing on there, turned into a podcast. And what was your thought? I don't remember exactly, but I know there was a time I needed to go on a, I had a car ride. I was, I knew it was going to be a long ride, like from Florida to Ohio. I was like, what am I going to do? I like these shows. I like listening to at home. I need to get it on something. I transferred it to a mini disc, had two or three shows on a mini disc player. Listen, you know, that was the whole ride home. So sort of took over from there, I guess. And now we're here where it's like, 
everybody has a podcast. For sure. And then like YouTube is big for them. Right. Equally as big. So it depends on like where you're watching it. Do you watch it on on TV? Like, I don't know where people are watching this or listening to it. A lot of people listen to the show. I forget they're listening. A lot of people are watching. They turn into clips. So I just, yeah, trying to think about it, honestly. So what, what do you mean? Why do you try not to think about it? Because if you do, you get lost in this. You start thinking about all these things and making too many decisions. And who know, we don't really understand how we got where we are anyway. So. What do you mean? You don't understand how you got where we There were no plans for this to happen or whatever, like to be, to get the attention. Like I just, we uploaded a video the other day and it got like 10 million views in two, two days. And it's like, that's not typical. That's a lot of views. That's a lot of people. That's bigger than some countries. Sure. That's, that's massive. That's bigger <laughs> than most cities in the world. Yeah. All watching one thing. So let's back up. When we, we played golf the other day, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you told me like right around the middle of the round how you came to work with Joe. I'm kind of like, I was kind of blown away by that story. It's a fun story. Uh, I mean, I, I moved to LA and the day I got there, he happened to have a show. So like, like I said, I was listening to his show and me and my friends were like, Oh, let's go to his show. After the show, he had like off, uh, like taking pictures with fans and whatnot. And just asked him for a job. He's like, why? You know, like, why would I hire you? It's like, I don't know. I'm an audio engineer. I'd gone to school for that. I'm a photographer. Ah, I don't know. Take my card. So he took my card. And that was kind of like it. And that was what year? 2012. Okay. So this is like kind of, um, this is like 2012 is kind of Instagram had just started. I think yep. Instagram was like kind of popping in 2011. Yeah. YouTube had been around, but it wasn't the same tool. For like, sure not. I, I was big into watching YouTube though. Okay. I, like at that point, like it wasn't my main focus of content, but I I could, I saw where it was going. It was like still square. Yeah. It, it was like, it was like, um, you know, 16, it wasn't 69 yet. Yep. And, um, and, and Joe's pod at that time was just kind of like, do you know how many downloads he was getting then? I, it would, I don't remember, but it wasn't on YouTube at the point because that's one of the first like things I helped with. So, Oh, that was your, you were like, let's get this thing on video. Yep. Well, not on video. They were already doing video. It just wasn't on YouTube. Oh, so you would they do the still image. YouTube. You would do like a still graphic with just audio. No, they were just uploading it. It was live on Ustream um, and they were using Vimeo. It just wasn't like they weren't using YouTube. Cause YouTube, even at the time there were maybe uh i don't remember at the there were as a time period you couldn't upload videos longer than three minutes than 15 minutes right let alone three hours or whatever it was <clears throat> so they just couldn't use it for a while i mean i don't even know when the time period came they just i don't know it wasn't it was an afterthought or something i have no idea so 2012 you you end up something he calls you off to the business card yep i mean that was pretty much it yeah just like hey what, what did he say he was just like let's do it let's well i think we just had a quick meeting and asked some questions and Come hang out. I didn't really do much for a while. I was like getting coffee and, you know, and <laughs> internish type stuff, if you will. I don't know. You know, I think like, is that, what was the turning point? Like, is, is there a moment in your life where you're like, that was a fork in the road? That, I mean, for sure, right before that, I guess. I don't know. Because I was just serving waiting tables, being a photographer, trying to find my way. I'd gone to school at a place called Full Sail in Florida to learn how to do a lot of the stuff I do now, but that was in 2005, 
So it was seven years old, basically. I was like almost a retired audio engineer trying to find my way. And, you know, just gigging, doing a bunch of things, just trying to scrap and make money. And now I'm in L.A., hanging out at the comedy store, going to these weird shows. Within like a year and a half, I think I was at a print show at the Palladium with like 500 people. Whoa. It's like, what, like how? <laughs> this is strange. Right. Yeah. I think it's like, cause, cause I always like try to think about like, you know, like, is it, is it like, like, is it luck? Is it hard work? It's obviously a little bit of both, but is there, how do you, what do you attribute it to? Timing. Timing. Cause that's what kind of like luck has a lot to do with timing. When Joe's been asked around me, I've heard him say it was a good timing was a good thing. I don't know. I think he had just, I didn't know that they had just got like a building and probably like this and needed someone else to be around to do stuff. And then I asked for, you know, just stumbled and asked for a job kind of thing. doesn't happen all the time. I hear people ask for a job. There is no job to have. like people ask me to hire them. Like what to do, to do what? Like, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It is really interesting because, because it's kind of like, um, multiple things have to happen at the same time. Like, it's like, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, um, all of these new, um, kind of lanes that are opening up, like whether it's like VR or even like streaming music or even like, you know, um, I don't know. There's just, there's just timing comes into so many of these like new things that are exploding. Like, you know, I even watched this film last night about the the uh, Quadriga guy, the the Bitcoin guy who died. He had like a he was doing like a Ponzi scheme, and it was kind of like it was perfect timing because he opened up his Bitcoin exchange, and all of a sudden, you know, it, it moved up like fourteen hundred percent. He made all this money, and then he faked his own death, and it's just like whoa! Like, sometimes you stumble into something like that. You're like, what do I have on my hands? Oh wow! Can you take advantage of that? Should you take advantage of it? Or like, is that even the right word for it? Things just sort of happen. That's sort of like what the YouTube algorithm helps with a lot. It, you sort of stumble into it. That's what you're kind of like spreading things out for. You hope somebody will find it at, when they're watching something randomly one night and then they find all your videos. That's sort of how I found your stuff randomly. I was looking for golf stuff. I was new into golf, trying to find some things. Saw like the Breaking 90 videos. Like, oh, these are really well made. Watched a few of them. So I was, I'm like the new beginner, you know, I need to find stuff. I need to, how do I swing? That's kind of like where I was even starting. Like I knew how to play golf, but who do I watch? You know, can't watch everyone. Don't have all that time in the world. There's a lot of golf videos. And I didn't know that at the time. I kind of thought there wasn't very much because my YouTube, I've been watching YouTube, like I said, for 12 years. I kind of thought there wasn't very much golf content at all. Right. And I was like, oh, I can... I can get in here and maybe make a few things. And I was like, wait a second. All the stuff just started getting fed to me. I was like, never mind. Yeah, there's a lot. Oops. There's <laughs> Everybody's a lot. even done everything I've already thought of. You know, it's even funny, like reflecting on, I mean, you must, do you like Rick Shields? That's obviously, I brought him up, like doing all these golf ball things. I, was, I have an idea I wrote months ago about like dimpleless golf ball. And I was like, oh, he did that he years did ago. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny because do you know how he got his start? Hmm. So he was teaching lessons in Manchester. And he wanted to fill out his schedule more. So he was like, I'll post on YouTube to see if I can get more uh, lessons. And then timing, right? Like it, it was like right at the beginning of YouTube, his first YouTube video you can see on his channel. It's like, 
it's like I think it's a bird's eye view of him swinging with some voiceover, mm. and like he used video. He learned how to use video as a golf coach. And then just exploded. I mean, he's got the personality for it, for sure. That's what TikTok is now. Yeah. And I don't use it. I've sort of watched. I watched it here and there, but it is what it is now. You ha- it's taking over or it is at least equivalent to. I'm sure you guys make a little bit of stuff on there or yeah. someone is at least for you. If you don't know that, <laughs> I guarantee that's happening. Yeah. So you might as well lean into that too. Yeah, it's the wild west. Yeah. So like... You uh, you get into golf at uh, like pandemic, right? Really, it, it was about a year ago. Oh, I went okay. and got fitted like f- almost two weeks ago, one year ago now, and I didn't have my so I haven't even had my clubs for a year. Okay, and didn't even want to play for probably the first two months because I was afraid of I don't know. I don't know what I don't know kind of thing. So what do I do out there? I mean, I understand the rules of golf. I played a lot of Tiger Woods on PlayStation, whatever you know. Like I understand all that stuff watch tons of it but this this the rules of what's going on out there when to even show up where to go first right just go to the range go inside who do i talk to all that kind of like i'm gonna let somebody else show me what to do and all that kind of thing it's, i'm just dude it's like the, i had the same feeling and when i when i got my brother got me into golf when i was 30 and i remember going to you went to wilson and harding i bet the driving range there in la uh no no i didn't didn't do anything in la Wait, it's you, all been here. Oh, because you got into golf since you got to Austin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. We've been here a year and a half, and like I said, less than a year. So it's all been just since last summer. I think we moved here like the same week. Mm-hmm. I moved sure. September 1st. The week before. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I remember being a little bit disappointed. About what? That uh, that the Joe Rogan experience oh, that, it, it stole was, my thunder. You weren't the only one. Moving to Austin. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, it wasn't and, my choice. So and then it was him. the Tesla factory, and I was like... Wow. Like, I guess, I guess I'm not that original. More people are coming. Other people came. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's not over yet. It's not over. So, okay. So you, cause, cause for me, like when I got into golf, I remember I played with my brother and then, um, I went to this driving range in LA called Wilson and Harding. It's, it's like, it's a double decker driving range and it's mass. Awful. Yeah. I know what it is. I wanted to yeah. go, but it never went. It's cool. Um, I thought that every course was private. I, I literally thought that even this course that I was hitting the range at, I just assumed that I couldn't play there. So kind of going off of what you were saying of like, not, not only that, but like, I was like, I don't even know how to act. Yeah. I, well, I had played in Ohio before that, but the smallest of like a nine hole, $20 courses, like nothing. Very, very public. Like where in Ohio? In Columbus. Like, I, oh yeah. You told me you're family from Grandview. So you're from the central Ohio area. Yeah. So I played a few places around there. Uh, definitely no private, nothing private. I've played one or two since then, but, uh, I didn't even know there's multiple courses at Muirfield where they, they host that. I was like, Oh, <laughs> but I just thought there was one thing and that's super, that, that's very private. Yeah. I don't even know how to get on there. I got kicked off Muirfield actually. Oh, right. Yeah. How that happened? Or oh, is no. that a story you want to? I, th- I think I like, I think I like, sh- I made a video because I'll do a lot. Like, I'll make mm-hmm. videos when they tell me not to. Just because, like, <laughs> I guess I don't really give a shit about that kind of exclusive world of, like, oh, you can't come back here? Like, who cares? Right. And any course that I really feel connection to, like, band in or the old course or whatever, like, they're not going to say that. But um, it's, it's interesting that golf, like, has this um, depth of, like, the things you got to know 
to do it. Like not a lot of other sports have that. Like soccer, you just kind of show up and there's the ball and there's the goal. And it's like pretty basic. Yeah. I, I come from playing a lot of basketball. So that's a hundred percent. And you, you can make a hoop somewhere. You yeah. can start playing a game. Yeah. That there's something about golf that I also, I'm very turned off to a lot of the rules. I get it. But at the same time, it I, I understand there uh I can't I, as I've been learning about this I understand they're trying to go after there's like popularity there's a boom do they want to like take advantage of the boom or do they want to be stuck in their old rules that's I don't know right take advantage of the boom is where I say but who knows we'll see what like yeah I don't I, get to decide I'm new I stumbled across <clears throat> this account the other night that um it, I, I'm not going to mention it but it's it's literally like so there's this grow the game mission right. And like everyone's like, well, whether we grow the game or not, isn't, I think the idea of, of becoming a golfer is truly a wonderful experience. And I would encourage anyone to try it. Um, but the solution isn't necessarily for me just in growing the game. It's more than that. It's kind of more like changing the game to some extent, like, you know, how can it kind of reflect more of the society that we actually live in? Mm-hmm. And I found this account that was like, some, it was something like, don't grow the game. I can't remember what it was called, but it was like, it was literally like promoting, like cool kids promoting like the exclusivity of it and like keep it small and like nobody on the course. And I was kind of like, wow, like that would be a, like to live with such resistance to change would be hard. For sure. I, I, I don't even, I mean, I guess I could understand. I try, I try to find both sides. I can understand where they're coming from. I guess maybe they put in a place that got it's super busy. Yeah. And it's changed and it ruined what they used to have. But like, you got to deal with that stuff, find somewhere else to play. Maybe, I don't know. At the same time, make your own place, make your own rules. Yeah. And then they like, have fun with that. Yeah. It can be tough to keep it going if you only let so many people play. Yeah. I've had, I've been trying to figure that out too. Cause I, uh, I'm trying to think of different ideas, not, I guess to grow the game would be a way to put it, but if there was like a fun event that the PGA could put off of like the NBA all-star weekend, it couldn't be like a master's week, but maybe that, or maybe more on the end, end of the year. I don't know exactly what they do, but they got to have some fun competitions that the match is so much more fun than watching most Sunday right. finishes, even when they're really exciting. Like, it's pretty boring. Hearing it, hearing the chatter is yeah. so much more exciting. Letting it, even if they're cussing, oh, wow. What, I think we're all mostly adults here. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like why Why do people get freaked out about cursing? I don't know. It, 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 a lot of it's not even on on public TV. Right. It's, it's mostly because there's kids watching and whatever, but it's so strange. I don't know. But it is really weird if you zoom out. Like, why are there words that we can't say? I mean, there are some words we can't say, but for sure there's some, but I mean, as a, like for the overall game, like there's, you're encouraged to almost drink on the course everywhere. And then we have to pretend that this is all not happening while we're watching it while they're still promoting everything. Yeah. It would be a lot more fun if it was more fun too. Right. Like if every event was like the waste management open. It's a great time. You got to go to the waste management. Next year, the Super Bowl is there at the same week. And I think it's going to be like perfect. That happens like once every 10 years, maybe. Yeah, that's time. right. It ha- the first time I was the first time I went to the waste management the Super Bowl was there, and I yeah. remember it, the the pro am field is absolutely studded. It's crazy. Wait, so I want to go back and because uh, you were talking about playing in Columbus mm-hmm. a little bit, and I was and I was like 
it was funny because <laughs> I was like, oh, I wonder what uh, young Jamie was like. And then I was like, oh, well, like, and then I wondered, how did you, where did that nickname first get uttered? Where oh, Joe. You? Just so, probably said it one of the first times I was around. I'm not, and it's not even I was young. I was like 30 when I started there. So I'm not young, but right. it's the You're youngest probably the one same around. Age. Yeah. It's the youngest one around is all. And I'll take it, I guess. I don't know. By like a few months. Sure. Any nickname, <laughs> like I have another one. Someone Dave Chappelle gave me, which is fingers, and it's equally, I don't know. I'll take it. It, it. Your life is like, how do you ever step back and think about how different your life is than it was or, or versus the common Jamie? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's sometimes, but it, it's, uh, it's not that, I don't know. It's just, I just go to work. Yeah. That's kind of. Chop wood, carry yeah. water. Yeah, it doesn't feel a lot different than going to like, you know, a shift at a restaurant. I just go to do the job. Right. Nice to meet you. Let's get it started. What he's doing, you know, kind of record everything, make sure everything's going, still recording, still going. And then after the show's done, kind of get it done, just do it again tomorrow. And that's, I, you can't, you can't stop and think about it a lot. Right. Or again, you're getting caught up in it and start making weird decisions about all sorts of things that you shouldn't be making decisions about. Right. So it was, it's fine. Yeah. So I'm really enjoying that a lot of the ads that we do on this show have to do with health, wellness, recovery, and learning about your own body. One of my favorite uh, brands that we've had the chance to partner with is Athletic Greens because when I travel so much, the last thing I want to do is leave my body vulnerable to getting sick because we got to show up and look, we got to play golf every day. You know what it's like. Lastly, for every purchase, Athletic Greens donates to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S. You may remember we also did a project with No Kid Hungry um, two years ago, and that was really incredible. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. Nobody wants it. Literally. So just get one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's all you got to do. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. So they're going to give you a free one-year supply one year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash EAL show. Uh, the code again, athleticgreens.com slash EAL show. Head over to athleticgreens.com slash EAL show. They're going to give you a free one year supply. Thank you, Athletic Greens, for supporting the podcast. Athleticgreens.com slash EAL show. So I've been getting some gray hairs, and um, I think they look kind of good, but they do remind me that I'm getting older. Inside Tracker is going to help me figure out exactly how old I am. Not on my birth certificate, which I lost. It actually, my you know, it's funny. My birth certificate doesn't have my age of birth. And on all these astrology charts throughout my whole life, anyone I'm dating is like, what time were you born? And I'm like, it doesn't say. I ask my mom, mom, she doesn't remember. And it, honestly, I don't blame her. I mean, it was like probably a hectic day. Anyway, the age is what we're talking about when it comes to inside tracker. You're going to learn your inner age 2.0 and be able to plan for a definitive calculation of your true biological age, which I'm hoping when I get mine back is a bit younger. It could be older, and then I would call myself an old soul. If I'm younger, then it's just like I've got room. You know what I mean? I've got, it's, like, it's like when you find out that um, you find a 20 in your pocket. That's kind of what it's like. 
But anyway, Inside Tracker, we're going on a journey together. If you've already started Inside Tracker, two thumbs up. If you haven't, head over right now to the Inside Tracker store where you're going to get 20% off uh, of everything in the store if you use the code EAL Show. You're going to go to insidetracker.com forward slash EAL Show. You're going to get 20% off everything in the store. But ultimately, Inside Tracker has been a really exciting project for me. And you know, you know that I'm into health. You know that I'm into all this stuff. You also know that I'm into impermanence. So on some level, Inside Tracker is helping me really define when my day is going to be. You have a really good swing, though, for a year. Like you, you got around the course when we played. Well, I thank you, uh, but I, 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 I think that's just because sports. Like I know, I don't know. I know how to play sports, right? Even though I'm like a nerd that does engineering and Google and stuff, but and plays a lot of video games. I th- like I'm more of an athlete sort of first. At least I kind of used to think of myself that way. It's been <laughs> a long time, I guess, since I've really done a lot of athlete stuff. So it's still in me. Baseball, a lot of baseball swings. That's kind of like, yeah. And I've been trying to figure out how to turn that into keeping the ball go straight, which I don't know. How do you, have you figured that one out? Jojo? Yeah, no, that's the, yeah, every time. <laughs> Only go straight. Did you play baseball, Jojo? No, never touched it. Really? Yeah. I, I loved baseball. And I think um, part of the baseball swing promotes like a slice. At least I tell myself that. When I start, I, I have, I need to like, I want to make a video of my first stuff when I was filming myself at the top, top off a little over a year ago. I had this wild step I was doing and I was showing my dad. I was like, dad, look how good I'm doing. He's like, stop stepping. I'm like, wait, like into the downswing, you would, you would pick up your left foot. Oh yeah. Oh, and I, I probably still do a little bit, but I was like, <laughs> but do you see what's happening? The result is what matters. It's going straight. It's going over the net and I'm barely like, I'm trying to do that, but dude, Matthew Wolf, let's go. Well, that's and so I, I found, uh. I think Jason Nowak is his name. Okay. Nowak step is what he calls it. He's a long driver. Okay. He takes a, this extreme step. He like lifts his leg and swings it out. And Whoa. We got to get him on the pod. This is a thing. Like Kyle Berkshire does the. Like yeah. He does this like rocking thing. Yeah. I've, I don't understand even what he's doing. I, what the force. So that's the, my next step now is like part of what I'm figuring out is I have the same body type as some of those guys, at least like a Rory or someone like that. Yeah. Six one. 200-ish pounds. Yeah. How are they doing what they're doing? Yeah. And I'm not. Well, Rory is, uh, they call him hypermobile. Have you heard this? Okay. So apparently his joints, like he's he can hyperextend most of his joints. Okay. Like, so I don't, I don't like in his elbow or right. like in his wrist and, and in his. It's extra flexible. Yeah, yeah. So like when you, and even like, um, who's the other guys that like Hideki. Like, dude, his shoulders go past 90 degrees compared to his hips. And it's like, I feel like you're even Ricky. Like, I feel like you're just going to. So is that it? Break your back. Everybody's got some like superhero power that allows them <laughs> to do something that everybody else can't do. I mean, maybe. Because that I mean, that might be if that's what it is, then I'll stop worrying about it and <laughs> thinking that I can do it because. I'm doing okay as it is, but I still feel like there's something I can. In- I'm already without trying, and I'm making it go far. Yeah, I'm like, well, why doesn't my driver go as far as my three wood? What am I not doing? I'm- yeah, that's a funny one. Yeah, why does the three wood go further than the driver? I don't know. That's like a fucking like I I completely relate. It's such a weird puzzle. Just throw it away. <laughs> I did. 
I the, did. The driver? I, yeah. Wait, I, so suspect. You play driverless? I haven't had a driver in my bag in months. I tried that for a few weeks it, and I did okay because you just stopped thinking about it. Right. And if you're still, if what's the goal? The goal is to hit to certain points, not yeah. what club are you using? Because if you're going to use an eight iron away from, right, really close to the green, what does it matter if you're using it off the tee box? So yeah. Does the driver matter if you can't hit it 300 yards, but you can hit your three wood 320? In, in the fairway. Yeah. Wait, so how long have you not had a driver, Jojo? We haven't talked about this. <laughs> no, I find it so suspicious. <laughs> I I don't know. I Well, I have that burner, that like 90s era burner yeah. to made driver, but I don't really take it anywhere like just for fun. Man, it's just kind of in the closet. Yeah, I just kind of shove that away and pretend it's a skeleton. Right. The three wood is just, I just love it. Like I like that club and it's small and I mean, the three wood is my car. more like a vintage driver, really. So, the clubs my dad gave me, the three wood I have now is bigger than the driver he was using then. And right. I'm like, well, so <laughs> that's probably why I hit it so good, I guess. You know what we have here, Jamie? In the sim, we mm -hmm. have Tigers set from 99. Oh, nice. Yeah, we've got the Cobra driver, nine degree, small head, and his Titleist 15 degree three wood, which is like, smaller than like um it's like a very tiny three wood like it's 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 probably only two or two, three inches in diameter yeah i mean it's like the sim five wood no smaller than smaller that. than that maybe no no it, it's like a hybrid yeah yeah it's it's like very tiny it's pretty actually it's really pretty club what did i i just read I was reading uh because match there was a quote going around from a match one match i think it was almost the same year he had some like uh, quote that uh, the guy he was playing against was saying Tiger was sitting all over the course and he ended up beating him like 10 to 9. Oh, Stephen Ames. Yeah. What's your what's your vice? Um, tough to say. So I, right now, it's just leaning into uh, a very specific part of Call of Duty online. What do you mean you a very like, specific part? Um, of it's like it? it's I would say like Warzone, but it's like a, the particular game mode in Warzone. It's very fast. Like I, I mentioned earlier, I have like some ADD, I think, undiagnosed. Yeah. Like everybody has whatever. Uh, but it tickles that perfectly. Right. It's very fast paced. It come, you don't, There's not a lot of waiting around, which is a lot of what video games and golf kind of like. I kind of hate that. And after three hours, I can be exhausted and kind of get, get it all out of me. Do you have a second player setup? What can, do you mean? Like, can I invite myself over to play Call of Duty? Oh, um, let's see. Do you play standing up? Like I'm envisioning you standing up, like in your boxers with like a towel on your head, just not like, quite like that. But I have a pretty wild setup, a 32 inch screen. Okay. Well, so you don't play with the mask because you can, right? Uh, these are games like Call of Duty, but not not Call no, of Duty. No. You would think it'd be a perfect game to wear a headset. Maybe, maybe soon. It's a lot of movement. That, that's you get sick quick. Have you like done anything real wild in VR? I did one. I went over to the Facebook headquarters once, and then I they, it was like an early Oculus demo, and like I I was killing people in the subway. Okay, and I I was sweating after like five minutes. It was a, so I like I got really into VR when it came out. Yeah, uh, like two thousand fifteen maybe. Yeah, went and bought the like first Vive when you could buy one. Bought it. And I was just buying every game you could buy. I wanted to figure out what's going to be the best. Where is this going? It hasn't changed a lot really since then, but there are some fun games to play. But there were nights me and my friend would play sweating. There's an old golf game we would play. I thought it was uh, really good. 
this the new one that you guys have been playing on Oculus is a little more fun. Yeah. But yeah, just killing zombies for hours and hours and hours, pouring sweat in my little studio apartment in Hollywood, just which was fun. I wish it got better. And it's there is something that is different than just kind of like, I don't know, playing old games. Yeah. Mouse keyboard. Yeah, I mean it's physical. Which is kind of the craziest mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. We did a golf plus meetup. You said you played golf plus. Mm-hmm. We did a golf plus meetup last night where we played like um, in our Discord. We like sent out a link and people could join and play. I think like twenty people came out, um, and like it was fun to just like play with like members of the RGC community and like I don't know, like it felt it felt very normal. Is it a big mall? Can you see everyone's avatar in the room? Or yeah, oh, yeah. no, just the people on your hole. Okay, so it's like four, three or four people. Yeah. All right. Still fun. Yeah, I definitely want to do like a larger meetup, but the only problem is then I think that the computer, you can't just all hit at the same time. I have a feeling the computer needs to like deal with the shots individually. They have, I don't know if you, so you probably haven't, the PGA 2K221. Yeah. Um, There was a mode on it where you could do that. Yeah. So they, it's so weird. They just emailed. I've seen that mode too. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But it's just it's just whoever can finish the fastest. There's no golf yeah. to be played. Oh, so like everybody go. starts at one time. Just go. Oh, it's like a speed thing. Finish the fastest. Last two out, you're out. You oh, know? interesting. Like a knockout. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Which would be fun to do in real life too. Honestly, like, right? Don't oh, get dude. hurt. But have you seen the speed golf episode we did? Uh. Uh-uh. So we played with um, the world, uh, the Guinness Book World Record holder for speed golf. Okay. So we played nine holes. I think I finished in like 28 minutes. I mean, my heart was out of my, we ran. Yeah, I, was saying, you, I had don't a get cart. a cart. Yeah. I said I had a cart and I finished Riverside in like an hour and 10. That's I pretty think, fast. By myself on like that's, a Monday. That's fast. With looking for my ball two or three times. Yeah. But so I, I figured out, but I, you need no one on the course. You need to like perfect conditions for that. Yeah. So I think they did world record 18 holes. So they take your minutes and your shots and add them together. Okay. So basically one shot is worth a minute. So like the think I think I want to say like at Bandon they shot like mid 60s. Did you just have, did you limit your clubs though too? Oh yeah, they only carry like four clubs. Yeah, okay. It's like All three right. wood uh like putter, six iron, wedge and putter. Okay. And some guys will putt with the three wood. Right. And you're like, if you have like an eight foot putt, you tap it and then you're running to the hole and you're waiting for it. Sometimes I, with my buddy that I play with a lot, I threaten to just like do the tin cup round where you're just like, uh, what does it matter what I'm using out here? Let's just go seven iron. Like I'm only hitting it four times anyway. Yeah. Who cares? Dude, one club is, I think how you really learn the swing, you know? I got your uh, number for you at Bandon Dunes. 109 was the world record. So 65 in the field, 44 minutes. Fuck it. Yeah. Full 18, shooting six, seven under in 45 minutes. That's like two and a half minutes a hole. Yeah, and you, it makes you think the like the cost-benefit. You feel like on the green, you would want to just go as quickly as possible and take extra strokes, but maybe not. Yeah. Have you guys had Wahlberg on the show? Have you talked to him about his golf? Mm-mm. That's weird that you haven't had Wahlberg on. No, I, golf is something I'm trying to get Joe more into. Yeah. It's slow. He's a very uh adverse to it or if that's the right way to put it 
I, he knows he would get addicted to it quick. Yeah. So he's like, no. I'm like, no. are you sure? Because he's on record saying he, he doesn't like golf. Right? Yeah, I have that clip. I remember yeah. hearing that. It's not, it's not like he actively hates it. It's like he knows better because he's really, like, really into pool. When I say into pool, I mean, like, really into it. Like billiards. Is it billiards gambling? No, he doesn't play for money. Really? I mean, he would, probably would, I suppose, but it's not like, it's not like, but he's, he'd run the table on you, make you feel bad. Really? If you, if you like walking, he's like, do you play pool? Don't think, yeah, yeah, I fuck around. No, no. He'll just, it'll he'll just smoke you. Can, do, can he put them all down in one oh, turn? Oh, yeah, yeah. oh like, so he's like placing the cue ball. He's got his English. He's set. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's not like he, he, th- yeah, he could probably go professional if he like focused really hard on it. Whoa. But there's like not a lot of money or, there'd be know. no point. It's not much, yeah, it's not much going it, on. There. It would only make sense if like the, uh, if, if there was some type of collaboration with like the Billiards Association. For sure. I mean, he I would he would grow the game. Like, well, for well, yeah, sure. for sure. But that's like it's the he would have that same focus in the golf, right? He would just start buying all of the clubs and right figuring because he can kick harder than most people, maybe in the world. Whoa! Which is that like the hip turn? Yeah, he's seen. I'm he's watched me do it, and I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, imagine how good you'd be if you just tried a few. You, more you should just get a little putting mat in the studio. It's, it's, we're working on it. Oh, I baby see. Steps, baby steps. Just goes, just tiptoe. I told you, I'm trying like, to get my simulator in there. Yeah, because putting is kind of like billiards. It's yeah. It's just the. He said he'll go like hang out with us one time when we play. Okay. And I'm like, well, if you're out there for that long, how are you not gonna try to? You're just gonna hit a couple. So we'll see. But I also don't think he knows what that means to go hang out for like nine hours, four hours, or whatever it is. <laughs> I didn't mean nine for nine holes. <laughs> Even nine. The range can be fun. The, the right, yeah, the right range too. Just like lunch in a range. Yep. I mean, he's got. I think he said he's got a Top Golf. I like going to Top Golf. Top Golf. Even show. it's for what you're getting. It's a pretty solid cost for a range too. If you go at the but right wait, time. Wait, can, can I'm sorry. I just Joe Rogan to Top Golf. Well, yeah, I'm that, not saying that's, that. that's different. I mean, I'm you, sure he's gone. But it's like when it's closed. Yeah, I don't. I didn't go with him or anything. I don't know. He he told me he's been there. So, so I just got to reflect on that because I was I was involved mm-hmm. with someone mega famous, my ex wife, and I watched her go from kind of being like no one knew who she was to mm-hmm. all of a sudden it was like we can't go to Seven Eleven. Well, I mean, he's I before I knew him, he was pretty he's been on Fear Factor and all that. So like, it's been a long time. And then even like the UFC stuff, it kind of depends on the world, but now it's everywhere, everywhere like here, yeah, red restaurant we're at. Yeah, it's just like constant interruption. Not really. Can be. I don't know. I mean, I can't speak. I don't want to speak for him on that. Sure. But people are generally nice when it comes to it, but there are people that wrong time, wrong place. Yeah. What's uh what's your relationship with that? Like, do people come up to you? This is the most I've been on camera in a long time. So like <laughs> and I'm probably not gonna look like this even for a long time. I'm getting my hair cut soon and I don't always wear a hat, so you're in disguise. <laughs> yeah. Young Jamie. I look different all the time. But you said when we were playing golf, you said you're like, I re- I was starting to get noticed. So then you just turned your camera off. I don't. Yeah. It might have. That was kind of subconscious, I guess. But yeah, it, I mean, it does happen. It doesn't bother me usually. Yeah. People aren't, to me, they're not that weird. They just, I mean, they don't barely even ask for pictures. They just kind of say what's up. Yeah. But I, I mean, I just moved to Austin, I think, when all this was happening too. I didn't know what was going to be happening moving into like a smaller city that's not like la everybody blends in in la and yeah 
Yeah, no one knows you because Jamie Foxx is right behind you. Sure. And he could even (laughs) say, like, I was famous there or anything. Like, I'm barely, like, I don't even say that. Like, yeah, not famous. So, yeah. When it happens, I'm like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, I'm on that thing. Oh, that's right. I forget. When I press the red button, yeah, and mucks the dial. (laughs) How long do you guys usually do? Dude, the three hour pod is a lot. Can be, but if it's the right conversation, it flies by. Do you get a snack in between? No, it's, I mean, I'm at work. No. So you have to eat right before the show? Generally don't because we do like, a little before here, I was like, yeah, we're on. What if you're gonna time. take a piss? You go. Oh, okay, that's easy. I mean, I sneak away. They keep talking. Right. If they gotta go, we can sort of stop now. Right. But it used to just be we just keep going because we we're live streaming. I love that. We're not doing that. <laughs> I think yeah, we don't really do that. We, you, we I usually like say it's gonna be forty five minutes, just to like just so that if it's if it's not a you good can, interview, yeah, you can get out. Sure. And then I can shut it down. They don't. They're not like, why is it ending early? But the best pods usually go, I mean, so, some of the better ones we've done, like Peter Finch was two hours. Yeah. Do you know Peter Finch? No, the name. He's a, he's like, came up with Rick Shields, Manchester okay. golf coach, right, right, uh, okay. YouTuber. He is one of, he's, I think he's one of the funniest guys on YouTube when it comes to golf. I don't know if it reflects on his channel, but he, we, we did a pod with him that I was right. just like on the floor. Yeah. So that means that flies by. It flies by. keep going. Yeah, totally. Do, yeah. Yeah. What do you got, Jojo? You got a, you got a bunch of stuff on your computer here. Oh uh, yeah, I always have stuff. Okay. How's he doing, by the way? Good. I mean, Give, would you, can you rate him yet? There's not much, I, as far as this part goes. As long as uh, the audio is good, there's not much to do because the switching of the cameras it seems like it's gonna all happen later. Your GoPro may have shut off. Let's see. Let's see. There you go. That's that's caught him. That's a Simon problem. Not a problem. Oh dang! Busted. We call that ownership. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm, I'm just like, Jamie, I shut the cameras off subconscious, subconsciously. Yeah, you're just like, Jamie, you're like, I don't want to be known. <laughs> exactly. Meanwhile, you're like, can I get my own show? <laughs> <laughs> All the time not asking for that. <laughs> Jamie, what would JoJo's podcast be called? I mean, just got to go. It's like JoJo's show. You can't do anything. I mean, it rhymes. <laughs> that was and... my, uh, I think that was my middle school YouTube channel name. But you so, don't want to be too crazy with it. Why? Yeah. Unless yeah. you want somebody else to host it eventually or something. Just keep it chill. No, I think JoJo can own it. Yeah. So when he came in, he was like in his interview. We started about a year ago almost. A little less. Nine a little months. less. And um, I remember the thing that I liked the most is when we were interviewing JoJo is he was um, interviewing for the podcast producer position. And he was uh, he kept referring to it as audio journalism. <laughs> That's not wrong. <laughs> But it's a new category, kind of, because that's really stuck with like NPR. I was I was that. coming out of a job in audio journalism. In, in, <laughs> my, in my defense, okay. So and what's your job now? My job is whatever the opposite of journalism, uh, <laughs> audio uh, editorialization, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Tru- truisms. Yeah, truisms, <laughs> platitudes uh, in the audio medium. From the same guy that invented bulletproof coffee, Dave Asprey, we've got magnesium magbreakthrough.com. So if you go to magbreakthrough.com and enter the uh, do, do slash EAL show, you're going to get a couple different discounts here. They're all a lot. The worst one I see on here is 22%. The best one I see is 47%. Six times 60 veggie caps. I don't even know how long that's going to, that could last you the rest of your life. And I just saved you half. Uh, go to magbreakthrough.com slash EAL show in order to get better sleep right now. Because I, it, Matt is listening to me do this, right? I take the magnesium and I'm out. 
All right, so EAL Show fam, head over to magbreakthrough.com slash EAL Show, and you're going to get a big fat discount. It says 10% on the ad read here, but I guarantee it's 22. I'm most likely it's 22% or more. Get your magnesium breakthrough by Buy Optimizers and fall the fuck to sleep and fall fall asleep now. Fall asleep very shortly. Don't fall asleep during the show. Fall, take it and then fall asleep. It takes about 20 minutes to kick in. Anyway, thanks for listening. I was, we were talking earlier and Eric and I were wondering, cause we get approached by lots of odd ad partners. Oh my God. Well, I, that's part of the gig, I'm sure. But I, I really, uh, we do have a, a system. Like I don't have nothing to do with that, but you must get some, oh, I some guess waterfall. so for sure. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely a proxy mailbox kind of, if you will, for people who can't get through, I think. Right. They're just like, I'll try that. I'll try. How do I even get in touch with him? I don't know. Fire away. Just guessing. Yeah, I get emails and like, they've guessed right, but I don't answer them so that they can figure that out, you know? So, um, but like, because some of the, you know, because the, the, the ads, but wait, do you guys do ads still? Do you guys do mm-hmm. ads now? Mm-hmm. So like, because some of the ads are for strange things. Is in that, what way? Like, what kind of, what's strange? Well, like, what was your question, Jojo? You just asked the question the way you want to. Well, it's it's like early on, you know, one, when you do Google and when you kind of do your research. You Joe, like flashlight, for instance? I, yes. Yeah, I guess yes. there's that. <laughs> so did they send you a flashlight? And are you there used like, to be boxes of them around for sure. They'd give them to guests and stuff. Amazing. Yeah. But I think there would be, I don't even remember the time it happened. I was already working for them when I think they had stopped doing those, but. He was, they were doing them because it was live. It was like, they start the show, do an ad read kind of, and then start the show kind of thing. But the guest was there for the ad read. So they were listening to the whole flashlight ad. It's kind of weird way to start. Yeah. Especially depending on who the guest is. Right. And then did you want to get more serious, which he did? You kind of got to figure out something else to do, I think. Yeah. And they did. It worked out, but yeah. There's also like, there's like ones. art of the ad, like. Some people listen to our show and they'll come up to Eric and they'll be like, honestly, I really like your ads. Like, and I think the same thing is said about JRE sometimes that people are like. Some of them, yeah. So the one that I know is like the, probably the the best at it is Duncan Trussell. Oh, interesting. He gets really into some of his ad reads. Oh, I got to check it out. I don't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm not familiar. The Duncan Trussell family hour, I think. Check. I mean, I don't know which do? one just... specifically to check out. Just he'll go off on a long tangent, get really psychedelic with the the talk of it, and then circle back to like whatever that was. So he doesn't mind going over, like he doesn't keep it to a minute. No, no, no. Right. See, Sometimes I think we like gotta seven, open eight, up the, ten minutes, the minutes yeah. on the on the ads. We gotta make them entertaining, Jojo. I open them up. There, if you're listening right now and you're wondering why ads are sometimes longer than sixty seconds, we open them up because we think you'd rather hear like an actual. I think you'd rather hear a good three yeah. minute ad read that's fucking entertaining than a dumbass one minute ad read where you're just reading the highlighted copy. The unfortunate part of it is like they can get skipped. Right. So like either make it unskippable. Boom. Or it's going to happen. You unskippable. Know? That could be a good name for a podcast show. Unskippables. So we were thinking of doing a new show just called ad reads. And just the whole thing would be like either real or fake ad reads and you decide 
I mean, there's a I I'm a big fan of movie trailers, right? So like movie trailers are great. Do you um do you watch a? I really have only um as a true listener, I would say I've only really listened to Bill Burr's show. Okay. Do you like Do you like his show? Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And he does the ad read well. He definitely. He and he said I was going to bring him up too. There's another one, Tim Dillon, but he does sometimes he's shitting on the ad, but on purpose. And they're kind of asking for that, I think, because of how funny it kind of gets. It's just still like I think you have to shit on the press ad. is good press kind of thing at the end of the day. Yeah, I think you have to shit on the ad. Yeah, otherwise maybe we're too small to do that's that. That's what though. Bill would do. You'd yeah. make up the songs, and I guess he's they like, wouldn't the like that. But he's like, I don't. What do you want me? You you knew what you were getting into. I thought you know yeah. when you signed up for me. Um, I had to stop listening to Bill Burr because he was turning me into like a negative. Like he he was like turning me into a cranky old man, rubbing off on you a little too much. Yeah, he really was. Like it was kind of crazy. Well. Uh, yeah, you gotta. You have to expand. How is working? How has this job changed your life? Like, like who you are. I mean, how has it changed, Jamie? It hasn't a ton. Golf is something I've picked up. You know, for instance, didn't really plan on that, and that even happened recently. Two years ago, didn't think that was going to happen. Love it now. Probably going to be doing it for a while, and that's the, all I'm thinking about doing now. How do I make more content? How can I go? take trips with my friends to these places. Didn't at all think that was going to happen. That's a big for instance, but the rest of it, not much. I'm still doing all the same stuff I was doing. I just kind of like bought more shoes. But <laughs> <laughs> You got some nice cakes. Let's see them. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Those are fucking sick, dude. Sean Witherspoon, Air Max. Those are clean. But like, it hasn't changed who you are or how you think or how you behave or, you know, like, I mean, you're, you've, you've basically listened to what? what a thousand... Three thousand hours. We just did episode eighteen hundred yesterday. Yeah, and when did you start? Thrill before three hundred. So it's fifteen hundred episodes plus an extra two to three hundred in there that don't hit the that don't. That well, don't. there'll be like MMA episodes that are unnumbered for that. There's like one hundred twenty of those. We did a bunch of fight companions that aren't numbered in there. Whoa. There's been some other shows that kind of snuck in. That, five thousand hours. That He's must have changed you. Oh, I'm sure because I wasn't you know serving tables. But at the same time, I'm still, I still think about it. So I'm still like serving, not like serving them, but I'm waiting on them. I'm still like in service to the people. Like I still have to take care of these two people for the three hours they're there. Sometimes it's four people have to like, do they need water? Have to keep the show going kind of thing. I'm not going to, I'm not working for my tip essentially at the end of the day, which is way better, but (laughs) I I don't know when it's going to end. Right. Whereas like, I don't know how long those tables are going to be there. You're there until it's over. So like. You're signed up. You you know what you signed up for when you got there. Kind of get your get your section ready, clean up afterwards so it's easy for sh- when you show up tomorrow. I kind of look at it the exact same way. That's interesting. I never yeah. would have guessed that. I mean, the extended metaphor of of you're kind of waiting on a table. I'm gonna take it in my head and for my job now. That's great. Um, yeah. What are the specials, Jojo? Oh, uh, I was more so for the tip, actually. <laughs> really, really specific. I bought you lunch yesterday. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Jojo, you. Jojo, um, Phil. He uh, so Eight Sleep is one of our uh, sponsors. Do you know the spread? Do you have one? Oh yeah. Wait, are they a sponsor <laughs> of JRE? They may have been for a small time period, but I've had one for like five years now. So you're saying the producer got a bed for when they sponsored your show? Dude, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> How sick is the eight sleep bed? I talk. I mean, that's part of why they sent me one. I think is because I talked about it on the air quite a few times about how I can't live without it. 
So so JoJo set up the eight sleeve bed, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and it was like a fucking car. It's a lot. I mean, you you got to prime it. Prime it. That takes like ninety minutes. He's like, yeah. I called him afterwards because I had to go and like do a meeting, and he and I called him. I was like, how's it going? And he's like, well, I primed it twice, and I'm like. The first time you have to, it's a little much. Maybe this, if you reset the app order, it doesn't. You didn't maybe need to, but once it's going, it's good. Yeah, I don't think we need to read the copy anymore. I think this has. No, there's to no. Go. This is the yeah. App. Go to eightsleep.com/slash/eal show. Eight sleep number eight. Uh, no, it's spelled out. E- Spell, not number eight. E i g. This is our first ad read for eight sleep. E a e i g h t sleep.com/slash/eal show. And what do they get? Do they get anything? Yeah, uh, well, they don't get they get a discount. It says uh, it says parentheses discount offer and parentheses in the copy. The you're gonna get discounted. Yeah, what you're gonna get is uh, your feelings will be discounted. Users fall asleep up to thirty two percent faster. So yo, that's true, for sure. I'm like now I'm scared to travel. I, I, it sucks because when I first started, did you if you had you haven't like played a ton of golf traveling, but do you have a lot of are you into travel? It sounds like you are. I mean, so before the pandemic, I was traveling a lot and yeah, I didn't like not sleeping in that bed. I was kind of like, do I need to go here? Cause I'm not going to sleep for two days. Yeah. I kind of like, just would know that it would be like, I know this is going to happen. You're not gonna like going to go into Vegas. Wait, like, are I mean, gonna... I just, I personally, maybe it's me too. I don't sleep very well in hotels. That's kind of right. like part of the reason I was looking for that other bed too. Like need the solution to sleep better. Are there hotels that have eight sleep? I don't think so. I haven't found one. Dude, there's an opportunity. I'm sure they're coming soon. Dude, hopefully. I um well cuz like for me when I I used to really love traveling because even if I was staying at a Hampton Inn it was nicer than where I lived. Like it had better sheets, they were clean. True. I mean like when my little place in Hollywood I can understand. Yeah, for sure. Like any hotel room would be way better than that. But yeah. then I had that bed in there and I was like, "Oh." Yeah, and then you make like two upgrades to your house and you're like, "I'm not leaving." Yep. <laughs> I got a nice computer and I got that bed. Yeah. Sweet. I'm, I'm locked in. I'm officially getting worried about that. I, I always used to be the most Spartan traveler sleeper. Yeah. You could put me on terracotta floor. I've slept on Greyhound, 24-hour Greyhound buses. Wait, you've been Three. on a Greyhound for 24 hours? I never told you the story? Wait, I have too. I, what happened to me was definitely not the same. Could you imagine the same Greyhound? It was For me, it was Dallas to... Uh, That's Sonder. Uh, from uh, Dallas to Albuquerque, I think. Dallas to Albuquerque. It I was, was not, not that, that far. Road. Wait, why would that Dallas, take 24 It was hours? Dallas to Flagstaff. What were they doing? I don't know. That's we like we, a we were taking a Greyhound to, to San Diego. <laughs> I don't know what leg was the straight 24 okay. hour, but on one of those legs and uh, two people got on and met each other and we were in the back and we watched this man and a woman meet each other, oh my God. fall in love, start to aggressively hook up in the Greyhound on the yes. seats, start fighting, break up, and move to other sides of the bus, and Whoa. the whole time ripping cigarettes inside, uh, inside, the into the bi- inside the bus. And we'd like go up and be like, excuse me. And they'd be like, we're in this together. Like some real Bonnie and Clyde shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a fun ride. Have you taken any bus rides, Jamie? No, no Greyhound rides. Did you ever ride the bus in LA? Subway. Wow. Not the bus. I did the bus once and the subway once. I went downtown a few times from Hollywood to like Staples Center. Yeah. That's smart. You said you've driven across country? Yeah. Ohio to LA twice. I mean, that's a long drive. Straight through. Wait, no stopping? Hours. No stopping. I feel I feel like I'm not surprised. I mean, I didn't I, you switch off whatever, but yeah, like 
What oh, yeah. you have the big uh, plans of like we're gonna stop here and hang out for four hours, and we're gonna stop <laughs> here and check it all out, and then it's what you're going. You're like that traffic. Let's get this done. I'm yeah. over it. Get me out of the car. There's other shit to do there. Like yeah, who cares? I took. I never told you about the bus across country. No. So I um, there was this girl in L.A. that worked at this coffee shop, and uh, she was real cute, and. Um, I was I went up to talk to her one day. It was like six in the morning, or like nine in the morning. Or she was taking her break, and we started talking. And um, I was like, "Hey, you know, I gotta go to New York soon." And she was like, "How are you gonna get there?" And as a joke, I was like, "I'm gonna take the bus." And she was like, "That's so cool." And then I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna take the bus. I'll prove you. I'll prove her right." And um, so I get on the bus. It's a three day trip from New York to LA. Three days. No, there's no hotel. It's like overnight buses, long term. Yeah. We get to Denver after 24 hours, and the Denver bus station is basically a homeless encampment. And there's a security guard that's like has a gun, and it's not like in his holster. He's like kind of in it's in his hand, like he's like prepared to fire. And there was just so much insanity in this four hour layover that I was like, "Fuck this, I'm gonna fly. I, I can't do it anymore." Mm-hmm. And then there was some little voice in my head that was like, "If you fly, they win." They being, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like them just being like the adversity, like, like you can overcome this, yeah. you know? So I, div- I, it turned into like some type of personal like challenge now for a second time. So whatever, I get back on the bus and, um, I mean, there's just too many adventures, but basically the main one that was really scary was that these two old guys get on the bus, they're brothers. They're like 85 hammered middle of the night in like, uh, I want to say like somewhere in like St. Louis or like, I can't remember. Maybe not. That's too sorry. I don't know. Maybe Ohio. And, um, in the middle of the night while the bus is moving, they try to get off. They walk up and try to open the door while we're going 80 miles an hour. And the driver was like, if you do that again, I'm going to call the police. Well, they did it again. Mm. And the police came and it was just this whole thing. Anyway, I get to New York. I do the wedding that I had to go to. And then I come back to go talk to the girl at the coffee shop for whom I have done this adventure for. The whole adventure just for her. And I was like, hey, is uh, someone's here? And they're like, oh, she doesn't work here anymore. Yeah. Sweet. It was so like. Days before cell phones too, right? Oh, yeah. No, sure. no. Well, there was cell phones. I think I remember I tried to find her. I was like typing into Google. I was like, tall, brunette, barista, Silver Lake. Fan of buses. <laughs> and uh, it was just funny because it just, it really felt like uh, Sisyphus, you know, like I just pushing the rock up and then it just falls back down. But you can't take, you know, it's like that bus experience is integral, I think, to really respecting like how much life just sucks. Oh, yeah. You know, well, I was just thinking as you were saying all that, the some that stopped, I don't even think people do anymore is hitchhiking. It yeah. used to be a big thing. I didn't even know it was illegal. It wasn't illegal for a while. But it's illegal? I think it is. I think certain stuff. I'll, I'll I'm pulling it up. Because like Pee Wee Herman time. That's in like in the movie. And I think back then for them, not illegal. Right. So like 80s, probably when it became illegal, and I'm sure. It's not legal in Texas. So there you go. Hitchhiking is illegal in Texas? One cannot solicit rides from the roadway. <laughs> I've hitchhiked in Texas. Wait, now I want to do a, a hitchhiking golf video. That's what I was thinking. I was like, who, has anyone made one? Yeah. And that led me to my next question, which has been a topic I've tried to think of is like no good golf movies outside of like tin cup happy gilmore caddyshack 
Well, yeah, I mean, but like I meant since then, sort of like since oh, yeah, the 90s. Not, not since then, Nothing no. Nothing the last 25 years. Nothing. A, a solid documentary or two. Yeah. Why? I don't like, have an answer. No, I mean, I don't know. I just try to think. I've almost start, started to come up with one, like a best in show type country club movie. Just make it about the characters. That's a good idea. Because you could bang out a bunch of the like stereotypes. Yeah. I don't know who should be in it, but like, why? Like, why? Maybe no one cares. I don't like know. It would, it could, I could see it being like a good backdrop for a Wes Anderson film. Mm-hmm. Kind of like those same characters, like Owen Wilson, you know, Bill Murray, Adrian Brody kind of thing. Like ensemble cast. It doesn't need to be about a guy or a thing or a hero. No. It, he doesn't even need to be trying to play well. I think it could almost be like a murder mystery or something or like, or like maybe there's like, cause Rushmore was so clever, right? Like it's not about the school at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's about this weird relationship. And I think that Anderson said, he was like, the whole idea of Rushmore was like, what it would be like to have an old man and a young kid friends, like friend, like working together. That was kind of the dude. Cart guy. The old cart guy. Cart guy. And the, the, and the, the young member. buck. Yeah. The young caddy. I like that. See all right, write it down. Put it on the board. All right, let's write it. Let's write it. How, have, have you written films? scripts? No. Well, that's half of why when we, like everyone moves to Hollywood. I didn't think I was the job I was going to get when I first started. Very into movies. Oh, really? Like that's the uh, allure of Hollywood moving from Ohio. Let's talk movies. That was like your first love? Not first, but like just like back to the future. Like where can I? Like, Dude. Seeing all the places they were making it like, you know. Couldn't get enough of it. Driving through Burbank, be like that's where he was on the back of the pickup truck. You're like, what's that the, was his house. So, what's the name of the uh, development that um, Hill Valley? Or no, uh, do you Hill know? Valley is a city. Hill Valley. It's in. It's in Mill Valley. I know Valley? Lion Estates or something. Lion like Estates. That. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. where he hides the DeLorean. Yeah. So, dude, you know what you would like is um, there's a show on Netflix called um, um, The Movies That Made Us. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. You've yeah. seen it. Yep. So they break down Back to the Future and how. Eric Stoltz was going to play I, I, Marty. I, I know all about all of this. I love sure. it, I mean, this, dude. I'm a trivia buff, too. That's kind of like how I know how to find stuff so fast. It's almost because I kind of already know what you're talking about. I'm just sort of like, I don't, it's better if I don't just say it. Here's the evidence. Right. So I know where to find. I know what I'm looking for. That was going to be my next question. Because when Dave Chappelle, your nickname, Fingers, uh-huh. that, that comes from Googling so quickly, right? I hope I... Yeah, you would imagine. I don't know. Unless, <laughs> he, hopefully, unless hopefully he knows no, something, no, I don't know. Hopefully nothing else. <laughs> yeah, so like what's... Uh, it's for video games. Uh. <laughs> that's like, that's an art, you know? I guess. Being able to dis- discover information yeah. as quickly as possible. It's it's such a modern thing. Like such a thing over the last 20 years. But... There was a few times... I mean, it's a Google-specific thing, but there was a few times I would... Uh, like, it's almost like a, a practice or a... Um, a puzzle game it's not really quite like that but there'd be a song that would pop in my head called it's called like an earworm you come up with a melody of a song you, you can't figure out the rest of it too and i wouldn't be able to continue my day until i figured out what that was Whoa! so like how do you find out what this is and you start breaking it down can i think of a couple words type in lyrics on the end of it and you start digging through songs and you start like matching it with the youtube video and then after 15, 10 minutes, you just like fucking got it. Well, now with Spotify, you can just type in the lyrics. I know, but this didn't exist. It didn't exist then. In 2007 yeah, yeah. or whatever. No, but I agree with you that that whole like reverse Shazam. Yeah. Like that's that's something that 
Because I'll be like, because now with Spotify, there's so many songs that I listen to that I, I know them, mm. but I do not know the artist. I don't know the name of the song. I can't find it. There, yeah, I, I'm starting more and more and more now to go back and just go like random, like let the radio thing play on the in the feature of the radio. I mean, not like the actual radio or going to the Discover Weekly. Yeah. And like when I hear something to screenshot it so oh. I can remember like, ah, I yeah, go back and find that song. Don't trust it to ever come back up again because it probably it won't. Sometime. Well, I heart it. And so my, my favorite playlist is actually just like songs. Okay. That's what I've been doing. I used to make like numbered playlists with like organized shit and like. Even with 30 and 40 songs, 50 songs, I found that those became redundant. For sure. Because you go back and listen to them a lot, and then it's after three weeks, it's like an old CD. Yeah, and the song's old. Who knows what that is anymore? It's weird. But then as well, I don't know about you guys psychologically, like if the song is old, then I almost start to develop like, uh, like, I don't, I don't want to listen to that song because I know it so well. But then I also don't really want to go try new music because that's kind of scary. You have to, though. You have to. Just on a, instead of going to the old playlist, when it's like Tuesday morning, you're drinking your coffee, you got in the car, type and play, like find a new playlist. Just yeah. pick a new one. You Do have you make to. playlists? I used to. Uh, not really as much anymore. I kind of just try to find one. Yeah. Because it's easier. Like I won't find new music that way if I'm just picking it all. I wonder if playlist creation is down as a whole. That's a good question. I don't think so. How would you know? Well, how would you define it? Like, I bet Spotify play, playlist creation is up. How but you, like, how do you Google it? <laughs> <laughs> prove it. <laughs> like, you'd have to probably figure out like sharing of playlists, and I don't know if that'd be a metric. Well, they probably do share that in like the quarterly statistics. X amount know, we, of. We don't need to find it, but I just think curious. I was just thinking that like what like you know because we we we're a media company, right? So we mm-hmm. look a lot at like what are the things that tell us that we're doing a good job, right? And like minutes watched is one or like uh, new new subscribers is mm-hmm. one. But I wonder what like, I mean, Spotify must have some unique ways. Yeah, Spotify playlist is still, it's, I mean, that's another, if you're going to curate it and update it weekly or biweekly, monthly at the worst, that's another iron to yeah. stick out in the fire because other companies, advertisement companies are looking at that because then they can pay you to stick a song in there. Yeah. If you got a couple thousand people watching. Because they must have understood, Spotify must know, like, what's the single, what, what is the single engagement, the single activity that we want a user to do that that shows that they're really getting the most out of the platform, right? And it, and it might just be opening it up and listening, but it might be more like creation of playlist or sharing songs or liking, you know, I mean, there's something out there. Yeah. Do you, do you want to guess how many playlists there are on Spotify? Whoa. Um, 275 million. Yeah, as I say, it's got to be minimum like five per user. So yeah, 500. No, I'll go with 3 billion playlists. Whoa. Some different numbers. <laughs> I think Jamie might have seen my face starting to move. Well, but... yeah, sort of, but I still was going to go high. 4 billion. Okay. Wow. Four billion playlists. I mean, I have like. I mean, Jamie, you're, you're insider trading. You work with Spotify. <laughs> you, you've been sitting in a seat that, like, regardless of your job, like, it's been happening ever since. Kind of, you know, you stopped waiting tables and started waiting microphones. Yeah. Like, this is when this all started. And so, being in that world, it's like, it just all of a sudden happened. Like, how the hell did it even happen? Was it at the was it the comment section? What what created cancel culture? 
Nah, it's just but this is a communicate community online talking. I don't know if it's a, maybe it is a culture, I suppose, but I don't know. There's levels of it too, because when you're saying cancel culture, it probably depends on what are you talking about specifically. The part of it where they're trying to get someone fired, the part where it's just online complaining, because there are definitely levels to it. You can get little attention, and then they're like, so and so crossed somebody off at a restaurant. And they said something out loud or like maybe like their kid's game and they're getting canceled. And like, that's not the same thing as Dave Chappelle getting canceled by these workers at Netflix and they want to protest. And right. maybe that's even being blown up online because it was just on a small corner of Hollywood and wasn't happening everywhere. And like, who really knows what's happening? Because a lot of it is, it, I almost think it's a lot of it kind of comes down to propaganda too. There's something I've been wa watching happen and I don't know what's happening now exactly with it, but. There is a battle between Facebook and TikTok and probably YouTube even too. These companies are dying for our attention. And to think that they're not going to be publicly shit-talking each other is crazy. They're definitely doing it. How and to, at, to what extent? Don't know. But a lot of the like stories you hear about this, is cr this wild behavior is happening on such and such platform. It's like, what's well, happening on all of them? Like, why is the focus on this now? Who Who is who is it coming from and who does it affect? Right. I'm trying to think of the thing that was happening with TikTok specifically. I just saw, but... The uh, the big thing that kind of came to the forefront of news with directly what you're talking about was the war between Facebook and Apple. So that was when Tim Cook started to, for the first time ever, two companies that really grew thanks to each other yeah, because they were driving engagement. Tim Cook actively taking aim at Facebook and then Apple launching the feature that allowed people to oh, not ads. allow ads to right, track. Okay. And the data was when Apple lets it happen in the background, everyone lets it go. No one goes into their settings. But when Apple asks you, do you want Facebook to track you? It's like 98%. It's 92, but yeah, 92% yeah. of people opt out. I so mean, I do. That's well, I do. You know, that's the end of their, of their business model. Dang. Which is why they're focused on Meta and the Oculus, and they have a huge head start on that. Yeah. Will that be where we go, though? We don't know. Yeah. That could be, they could be stuck like AOL right now, scrambling for still sending out free 250 hour discs, trying to get people's attention that way. Like they, we, we still know what AOL is, but I still have an old email address to aim.com. That got bought by Hotmail. That got bought by Microsoft. That's tied into like, who knows what now, you know? Right. Were you an early, did you get Netflix DVDs? Oh yeah. Big. Big time. I, I think I've used Netflix from the start. Yeah. Same. I got mad when their algorithm changed because I was using it heavy and grading tons of movies. And Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I really liked, and I also liked the queue. Mm -hmm. I love the queue. But they took the queue away, really. It doesn't really mean anything anymore. You probably think I'm too young, but I did this too. You I, had DVDs? I had, I, I remember. Yeah. I had Rushmore came to me as a DVD on wow. Netflix. Yeah. And remember they wouldn't have certain DVDs, but you could like, and the best part was you could, you, could you, what Netflix would let you do is you could guess, ask for a DVD. And then if you wanted to keep the DVD, you could sub it out for one of your own. Did you ever do oh, this? Oh, I didn't know that. I thought I would just always be like lost in mail. Oh, you would just steal it. Because it was so easy to <laughs> I would just steal it. Well, I would. I wasn't stealing it, but I yeah. would either lose it, you know. Oh, you would lose. It'd be lost in the mail. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't like trying to keep Netflix DVDs because they didn't have a case or anything. No, I would just like put a sh a shitty DVD that I had, give them that, 
And then they were okay with that? Yeah, they always took it, yeah. I don't know if that's... Was that kosher? I don't know if that was encouraged. They would charge you for it, right? I don't think that's part of their plan. We would do it all the time. I don't know if it said that you can do that, though. I can't imagine it said that you could do that. I think that's just like stealing, JoJo. I think the red box would get you for that. Yeah. We would do it. You know what you should do is you should rent a car and just return a different one. (laughs) I did that the other week, remember? It's just a slightly different minivan. Yeah, this is the one. Uh, All right. That's the same VIN. I don't know. Like I love when Johnny Knoxville took the took the rental car to Demolition right. Derby and brought it back. Did you see that? I never saw that. He brought it back and they were like, what happened? And he's like, I got into the car. I got the insurance. <laughs> he's like, I booked the maximum yeah. insurance. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the new Jackass yet? I just saw it. No, recently. is it good? It's very good. Yeah. Kind of forget. You forget how good and like classic. It I mean, is. what a moment in like early 2000 culture where it was just like, yeah, we can do anything. It was kind of well. When you watch the movie, you forget too. There's like a lot of dicks, a lot of di- <laughs> lot, a lot of penis engagement. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. There's a lot of. It was, I was thinking the other day. I was like, I can't remember what I was. There was some song I was listening to that just was like, oh yeah, 2003. Like it wasn't the 90s, and it wasn't the the. It wasn't like the 2000s yet. You know, it just really made me nostalgic for mm-hmm. like. I don't know. I don't know if it was that time or if it's being 23 or something, you know, like what was the best year of your life? Ah, that's tough. I most nostalgic, I believe would, it would be 2001, but I remember cause that's uh, I went to college. I think we started the week after nine 11 or yeah, maybe even like 10 days after. Wow. So like we started late. So it, it it's very defining moment before like my entire life before and then college and everything is right is all after that stuff. Yeah. So even the summer leading up to like I remember driving after my high school graduation to our big giant party we had and like listening to the Weezer Green album. Yeah. It was like everything's great. Top of the world like yeah, windows down. Yeah, for sure. In my like 87 Acura going to go have a great keg party or whatever with all my friends and Epic night, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's that, 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 that don't that wasn't like the best. I don't know. I don't know why that'd be the best year. Not a lot happened. <laughs> That's it, though, right? Yeah. Not a lot needs to happen for yeah. it to be good. You yeah. know, there's just something about that time where it's like it's like it was like feeling free, kind of. I think for me, you know, like just like I can do anything right now. I don't. I don't really feel that way right now. Ironically, do you feel that way right now? Well, I have a job. I have to like. I have a couple of things I need to do. Yeah. Because if I stop doing them, I can't do a lot of other things that I would like to do. I feel like. Yeah. Maybe that's not true. I have no idea, but that's kind of what it feels like. I'm in the same boat, right? It's like you can do anything you want, kind of. Do you but- ever do you ever think about this? Um, if you just didn't go to your job for the next three weeks, like what happens to that show? You mean in the like if I just stop showing up? Yeah. Like no call, no text. You just, and went, just don't answer just, when he says like, "Hey, where are you?" You just you went to like, Jojo. Are you asking for? Well, a get replaced really quickly. So like that would they would keep going. You mean like would it continue? Could it go on without me or something like well, that? Well, I'm mean, I, honestly, obviously, yeah. everything can always go on. Yeah, but like. Uh, it would just that it would just go on or sure why do you really think so why wouldn't it i don't know i feel like you're an inter- the I think jamie you're, 
Young Jamie show. Absolutely, but I think you're still <laughs> integral to the show. Yeah, maybe. It's still, but it, I'm it learning happened, a lot about you, Jojo. It happened. It was going <laughs> just on re- for years before me. I just realized when I asked that that obviously yeah. there's like parallels, but that's not what yeah, I'm. Like that's Jojo. not why I'm asking. Yeah, Jojo, to be clear, if you're sick on Monday, I'm gonna run the audio. It would definitely, yeah, it would definitely not continue working without him. Because yeah. even when he leaves the room, it's like uh, I can't run this show. So like, but when I leave the room and go to the bath, it's still going. So like, yeah. clearly can continue, and it would. So yeah, I, I don't think about it that much. Not good to think about. <laughs> it's a fun job. I like it. There's this um, this book that I listen to where they talk about how like your life is really magnified when you consider your own death. And they talk about how like, you know, after you die, nothing remains like you. You're dead. Everyone has to get over your loss. All of your belongings are sold or given away or put in the trash. Um, and like your occupation is just absorbed. And they kind of tell the story about how they're having like there's like a symphony and the trumpet. The lead trumpet player died right before. And basically there's someone on the phone saying, I need a I need a trumpet player. And it's kind of like it was it's kind of heavy to think about that. Like, you know, we all just fall away and like the world just kind of closes over your body you know it's very heavy (laughs) it will keep going but also i did i think i'd i think more about like um content stuff is changing will we continue with the changing content because it seems to me like something's going to happen in the next not year or two but like soon some there's going to be another shift Will it be people with headsets in their cars in the next five years? Probably not. It's like, I don't think we need to worry about being in a VR world where you can float around listening to the JRE while you're driving to work with your sunglasses projecting stuff. Not quite all of that yet, but something close to that. And then like, will we, do we need to count on like YouTube and Spotify to figure that out for us? Or is someone else just going to be like, boom, we did it. It's just an app you install on your Oculus headset. And now you can get all of this content. And if two or three of those things kind of like go viral in the right way, whatever that means now, like just get the right attention. Then you're like, oh shit, we fucked up. We're not on there. How do we do it? And then like he's where everyone's scrambling, like you got to buy this equipment. You need four computers. You need these special lenses that they're sold out now because everybody already bought them all. There's going to be another one of those moments that are going to happen. I don't know how to predict it all though. So I don't really want to think about it that hard. I mean, if you could, you'd be very rich. Yeah. <clears throat> it's crazy to think about. Yeah. What was the last moment? That if you could predict? Yeah. Like if, if we're saying that this is going to be a moment in the content evolution. Well, everyone's jumped into podcasting over the last few years, but mm-hmm. like that's all changed what podcasting is now. Yeah. Because it's not what we do necessarily, but we were sort of doing more like live streaming and that is still going on, but. TikTok is coming into that game soon, which means there's going to be a lot more live streaming on phones because it's already been happening on Instagram Live. And once people are on TikTok and they have to, you have to do it now because all these kids, if you will, are talking about it all over the internet because all these things are going viral because there's all these new famous influencers or whatever the word is. I have no idea what I want to use now because it's going to change. That's gonna just gonna change everything, and it's gonna be like, well, this is the new show, this is the new podcast. It's gonna could be another word. Vlogs right. are gone, come and gone, but like, 
but it's still the same thing. Yeah. I don't know. Just kind of, it really just locks into it. I feel old, just locked into my old content. I like watching, but there's no good movies to be going to go see, I feel like. So yeah. I kind of get disheartened in that. I, I wanted to go to the Chinese theater in Hollywood when I was back there a few weeks ago. And it's like, well, it's a lot of effort to go down there. <laughs> what movie is in there? Yeah. Eh, not really worth. No. So. Yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's hard for me to fathom the changes, right? Like I, I'm kind of old school in that way. Yeah. It takes me a while to catch on. It's still an attention economy. Yeah. But the manifestation of that, I mean, your show is three, again, we, we come back to it. It's three hours long. People listen to it. Yeah. They spend their time on it. Did you, if, am I wrong that you were kind of pioneering in the clip, the, the clipization of it, like YouTube clipping of it and the, I, I guess, I don't know. I mean, because I was helping with YouTube, I was like, "Hey, if we got, if we, I think though, I we were already making them, or they were, I don't know. Can't remember exactly how it would have gone down. I probably guess I would have been a part of it. I don't want. I'm not taking credit or yeah. anything for it, or not taking credit either. But I don't remember exactly how it started. I guess though, because I remember conversations about at least starting a second channel to put them on there, and like reasons why to do it, why not to do it." That's enormous as far as like sharing. Yeah, but I mean, that's just the thing about just having op like the out knowing the algorithm and knowing the platform that doesn't make sense to do on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense really to do on like even Spotify. There's nothing to, you can't click yeah. around on anything. There's not, there's not a no platform feed. built for it. Yeah. That, that's like even thumbnails don't matter there, right. but they are emit like you have a thumbnail person for most youtube channels like it's their job right or you can spend a lot of money hiring people to do thumbnails coming up with the titles to fit in the right amount of space and then paying attention when they have changes and be like oh the whole thing changed our whole strategy changed and like what do we do about it do we do anything about it do we need to update all our playlists now do those are those getting views i got really into the analytics at youtube but again, that started to feel a little worthless as like Facebook was popping up and Instagram is popping up and I keep seeing TikTok because I'm not paying attention to it. And I feel like I need to. Why? I can't. I don't even know. Right. Feels like I'm fucking up, not paying attention to TikTok. And like, that's why I got real into Twitch for a while. All these articles were coming out. There's so much people watching all these hours on Twitch. I think that was just when they were bought by Amazon or something like that. But Amazon's a huge player in the space. There's definitely tons of money behind it. There's money going out. YouTube, though, saw all of that, and they're like, we need to get these gamers over here. Facebook said the same thing, and they did. Right. TikTok's doing the same thing now, which is sort of strange. Other companies have come and gone and popped up, though, which I kind of kind of been paying attention to as well. And I kind of watch this for golf because I feel like as there's these new golf leagues popping up, someone's going to have a real good idea. I don't know who, but someone will. Will it be like a pseudo celebrity league? Because they're all mic'd up and they're talking shit. And they're only playing nine holes and it's a little more easy to watch and digest. I don't know. I mean, that's a good idea. Running it down. I would watch that. So we've got um, kind of a Wes Anderson country club film. Murder mystery. We've got um, nine hole celebrity matches. 
Wes Anderson's got to get on that because uh, yes. Bill Murray. Oh, he's got so it locked and loaded. He's got to do that. Jason Schwartzman could be his caddy. Yeah. Could have fun with that. Um, should we make a video together, Jamie? Sure. Well, what should we do? What do we do? I mean, the hitchhiker video is pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. me and Jamie hitchhiked to golf. I like that. <laughs> get on the butler. Let's fucking try it. <laughs> um, all right. Well, since we don't do three-hour pods, hour and a half is satisfactory. All right. Um, awesome. Thanks, Jamie. Yeah, sure. Thank you.